0: What up? I'm back from being absent from two weeks of your life. I hope you didn't miss me too much. Actually, that's not true. I hope you miss me terribly. So you'll keep coming back to my show. I'm kidding, guys. It's good to be back. I hope to do these more often for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy them. Remember, you can always DM me at punchinthemouthofficial on Instagram. I'll read all the DMs. You could draw me questions. And then my Twitter. I don't remember my Twitter. I will tell it to you right now. My Twitter is. At official underscore PITM. That is my Twitter. Actually, I'm going to start being more active on there. I forgot the bare-knuckle boxing was today. I don't really follow that, but I forgot that was today. The debut of Page Van Zandt. But anyway, guys, we're back. Hopefully, I'm going to do this on a weekly basis. I won't leave you guys dry, how to dry anymore. I've been super busy lately, but a lot of that stuff's going to calm down, so I should be able to do these more often for you guys. Okay, cool. So again, that's at Punch in the Mouth official on Instagram, you can DM me. You can drop questions in the comments. I'm also gonna finish my my year awards. I've done most of them. I just need to do a few more, and then I just need to post them. But if you're listen to my end of the year award show, you already know all the winners. I'm just gonna post them. I should have that done by tomorrow. I'm gonna finish tonight and have it all posted. Before the fights, if not a little bit after the fights, tomorrow. Okay, guys, have a good day. Deuces. Everybody. Okay, for this episode, we're going to recap Holloway versus Cater, Michael Kieser versus Neil Magni. I'm only going to focus on a few fights, so this might be a short one, but don't worry, there's more coming where I'm going to focus on the McGregor card and the fallout of that, and then this weekend's fights Overeen versus Volkoff. Okay, so I'm going to start from the top. Max Holloway. Like, that guy, if he's not in some type of MMA Hall of Fame by the time he retires, like, the sport, in my opinion, loses all credibility if that guy doesn't make some type of Hall of Fame. Like, not even the UFC's Hall of Fame. Like, I mean a legit Hall of Fame. Like, I'm surprised nobody in their right mind has started a legit Hall of Fame. Like, the UFC has one, but I believe it's, like, WWE's Hall of Fame Or it's just a list But there are other Wrestling Hall of Fames Out there That are more legit In people's eyes Don't ask me the names Because I don't know them But I know there's more legit Hall of Fames out there My point being that If Max Holloway Is not inducted Into a UFC Or some type of Hall of Fame By the time his career Is over Like The sport Would lose So much credibility With so many people I mean I mean Look at what that guy went through. First of all, he says that he's done sparring. Like, he doesn't spar anymore, which is crazy to me. Because, like, from everybody I talk to, the reason people spar is to have their timing down. But that guy doesn't miss a beat, bro. And he's only, like, I want to say he's only 27, 28. Like, he's not even 30 yet. That's crazy. And he's already been on top for so long. And don't be surprised if by the time Max is ready he's gonna go up to lightweight permanently, much like how Nate has done with 170. He's gone up to lightweight before, but he hasn't really had the frame to do it, so I would imagine at some point he will go up to lightweight but with a much different frame. Because if you remember when he fought Dustin Like five of Max hits equals one of Dustin's hits in the sense of damage. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but that's what that, like, that's how I felt that fight went. Like, one, five of Max's hits equaled one of Dustin's, so I hope Max learns from that and he um puts on some size in the future, so he could have a better career at lightweight. But anyway, getting back to the fight, like, it got to the point where I believe it was the third round. Where, like, he was busting up Calvin's face. and First of all, Calvin Cater is one tough dude. Like, that dude is one of my favorite fighters. If you're not a Calvin Cater fan after watching that Max Holloway fight, you need to reevaluate decisions you've made in your life, in my opinion. But that is one tough Boston dude. So, in the third round, Max just starts piecing him up. First of all, he was piecing him up throughout the whole fight, but he starts piecing him up. And then, like it got to the point where I was like thinking, okay, they, they should stop this. One. If not the ref, the corner will stop it for sure. But but they didn't. And like it got to the point where I'm like, okay, when's enough enough? Like he he's not gonna win anymore. Like it it reminded me of Glover Teixeira versus Anthony Smith, where you got to the point where like, okay, Anthony, you're not gonna win anymore. Shouldn't your corner just stop the fight right now? But they didn't do that. And it's funny because Leading up to the fight Calvin said We're gonna see a freshman box A seasonal boxer And Throughout the fight Max starts going The freshman came to fight The freshman came to fight Because he was alluding to the To the comment Calvin Cater made So I go Okay okay What's gonna happen here And, like, I'm like, okay, Max won. Like, he was already coasting to winning a decision. And then he proceeds to point to DC, probably telling him, I'm going to fight you next, DC, Daniel Cormier. Because if you haven't seen it, there's, like, a big, long list of Max calling out DC at different times for the baddest man on the planet belt. But anyway, so Max points at DC it starts telling him something. And then he, like, inner channels his inner Neo from the Matrix without even looking. He's dodging punches. He does get hit. But he starts yelling, I'm the best boxer in the UFC. I'm the best boxer. And you could hear it because there's only a couple fans there. And I started thinking, I'm like, dude, this guy, he's going to be one of the GOATs. Like, he just is. Like, if what Max has done... So far, hasn't impressed anybody. Like, I don't know what they're still doing watching the sport. The dude's been in the UFC, I want to say, since he was 19, maybe 20, because I know Nick started at 18, but then I think they moved up the age limit to 20 because they were like 18s too young. But I believe Nick Diaz, because there weren't too many other fight promotions around, started fighting when he was 18 years old. And I, he was either in the UFC by the time he was 18 or 19. He was super young. That's my point. And at one point, Max was the youngest fighter on the roster. And, like, to see where he's come in so many years is just great. And, like, for example, look at what he did to Aldo twice. And now look at what Aldo's doing in Batamweight. Like... I'm telling you, this guy has already a Hall of Fame. If he says, okay, I'm going to retire tomorrow, like, all he's done should merit the fact that he should be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. So he starts yelling, I'm the best boxer, I'm the best boxer. And, like, after they announced the decision, because we all knew Max won, after he announced it, he tells them, if you guys need a replacement fight for next week, which was McGregor and Poirier, Dana White's got my number. Just give me a call. So, what's next for Max? The obvious the obvious answer is the winner of Ortega versus Volkanovski. The only problem with that is that Volkanovski has already beat him twice. So, if if you're a Holloway fan, you're praying, you are praying Ortega pulls it out. Because then they could just easily slip Max in there from the beatdown he gave Ortega. But you are praying that Ortega wins. But let's say they're going to fight in March 27th. That's set in stone. But let's say whoever wins, they come out pretty banged up. And they don't want to fight until the fall or... Late in the year, that's fine. But then, what would you do with him in the meantime? So, Yair Rodriguez, he got suspended, right? They, I think they announced it in December, but it's it's re- retroactive, meaning that when they flagged him, it counts, and they f- they suspended him for six months. Let's get that straight. And when he got flagged for not showing up for three tests, that that's a whereabouts violation. You could get suspended for up to a year, but they only gave him six months because he was able to prove that he wasn't um, purposely avoiding the test because he took something and he he didn't want to get popped. He was able to prove that, so they just dumbed it down to half to six months. And it's retroactive from September 8th, meaning he can fight again March 8th and on. Once March 8th comes around, like once... Midnight hits on March 7th and it becomes March 8th. Yair Rodriguez is eligible to fight. And I believe... I'm not sure this is true, but I believe they can promote fights for him before that. Like they could do press conferences promoting his fight. As long as it takes place on a day either of March 8th or or sometime after. I believe. I'm not too sure about that, but I do believe that is the case. So, why am I talking about yeah, you're Rodriguez? So, he was supposed to fight Zabit, right? And let's say, Ortega and Volkanovski, March 27th, they go in there, they throw down, but the winner, whoever that is, let's say Ortega wins. Ortega wins, but he's like, ah, uh, I need a couple months off because I'm really banged up. And, and Max goes, okay, but I want to fight now. This is what you do You give him Zabit The reason I say you give him Zabit Is because Everybody sees Zabit as the future I see Zabit as the future Like Everybody gets mad at me Because I say these Russian guys Like they ain't messing around Like Zabit Umar Nurmagomedov Khabib's cousin Said Nurmagomedov Who's that Akhilaev. I don't remember his first name or last name, his, his last name, that light heavyweight, Volkov, Islam, like, all these guys, bro, all these Russian dudes, they're all gonna win the belt, um, Hamza, even though, like, like, even, like, my point is, they're Russian, they're all gonna win the belt, like, they don't need to be affiliated with Khabib, but, What Khabib has shown is these guys are just... They're built different, bro. Like, they're built different. Like, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, okay. Like, there has been some dudes that have been lackluster. Like, the guy Michelle Piheda beat up. I forget his name. But other than that, all these other dudes are killers, bro. Like, next level killers that they're all going to get the belt. I don't... Like, it's gotten to the point where you can tell me certain things and, like... It's not that I dismiss him, but I just say, okay. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, all these guys are going to be champions. Even Volkov, like, have you seen what that guy's been doing? He's going to fight this weekend, but that guy is a monster, bro. But anyway, so you do Max Holloway versus Zabit. With the winner of that getting the winner of whoever wins the title. Because if Zabit is a star in the making, if you want him to succeed, you're going to have to give him somebody to fight like what they shouldn't do is what they did with conor mcgregor so they don't start saying oh conor was giving up easy path to the title because what the ufc ended up doing after he beat dustin they should have gave him frankie edgar but they gave him dennis siever instead and then the title what they should have done was given him Frankie Edgar. If he would have beat Frankie, it would have legitimized his title shot. Like I say, all of this, but it's all hearsay because Connor did end up beating Jose in one hit. But my point is, if they would have gave him Frankie Edgar instead of Dennis Siever, like it would have shut up all the critics. Like even the critics he has now, since he lost to Dustin, which I'm gonna get to in the following episode, cause I'm pretty sure we've all seen the fight, but. I'm going to get to it more in detail in the following episode. But anyway, if they would have, they should do this with the beat. They should give him Holloway next if Holloway is not going to be the next title challenger after March 27th. For whatever reason, if Volkanovski wins. But I still believe if Volkanovski wins, Max was so impressive that they're going to have to give Max the title shot. Like he's kind of forced the UFC's hand. But if, for whatever reason, that the winner wants to wait a bit, but Max wants to fight, give him Zabit. Because whoever wins out of that is going to look real good to make a case for the belt. Because I do know the original plan was for Zabit to fight Rodriguez, but then this whole whereabouts violation happened. And it like it just didn't come to fruition. So you should give Holloway Zabit. And then once Yair is able to come back, give him Cater. Like, use it as a punishment. Or yeah, yeah, give him Cater because he already beat the Korean Zombie. And Korean Zombie's lower on the totem pole, one below Rodriguez. You give him Cater. If he wins, you give him... The loser of Holloway and, and Zabi. But that's only if. That only works if whoever wins between Volkanovski and Ortega want to take a break. But if they're ready to go, like Max is in, and then they should just try to rebook Rodriguez versus Magome Sharipov. So that's how I think the UFC featherweight division is going to crumble over the next few few months when i say crumble play out i don't mean crumble as their demise um i want to talk about santiago pontinibio bro i was so high on this guy i told my uncle i'm like dude this guy he's so good he's so good my uncle's like dude i've never heard of this guy because like, he's been out for like ever the only problem is he fought What's his name? Li Li Jiang or something? Like that? Hold on, I'll look up his name. And that guy's good. My point is that guy's good. But I thought uh, Pontanibio was gonna. Li Ji Lang is his name. Li Ji Lang. But okay, so Pontanibio, he had like real serious medical issues. And in, in the fight, he looked, like, really tentative and, like, I'm like, dude, what's going on here? Because usually he, he's throwing the leg kicks, he's, like, doing all this type of work, but, like, he looked real stiff in there. I believe it was just ring rust that DG Lane is just a good fighter and it just wasn't Ponte Nibio's night. And... When Ponte comes back, I think they should give him Robbie Lawler. Him and Robbie should throw down. Be a good scrap. Because they just announced Vicente Luque is going to fight Tyron Woodley. Tyron might die. Low-key, low-key, Tyron might die. I wish Tyron the best, though. I really do. But, yeah, I want to see Santiago Ponte I want to see his next outing because I believe what we saw... Wasn't his best, and he was on like a ten-fight win streak. He had beat Neil Magny in his last outing, and Li Ji Lang had lost to Neil Magny. That's why they say MMA math don't work. Mm, okay, for the last fight I want to talk about on this card is Carlos Condit versus Mike Matt Brown. I was gonna say Mike Brown. That's that's Jorge and. Dustin's coach. You know, he was the one that ended Uriah's favorite featherweight uh, tear in WEC. And then some guy named Jose Aldo came and took the belt from Mike Brown. But Matt Brown, the immortal one. Dude, it was a good scrap. It was a good scrap. Which, Nick Leak's Condon won. I thought it was two rounds to one. Matt Brown got a little upset that it was 30-25, to which I do agree with him. He at least won one round. But they got the decision right in the end in the sense that I believe the right person won the fight. So, leads me to my next point. Can we please, can we please get Condit versus Diaz too? when I say Diaz, I mean Nick Diaz. Yesterday was the anniversary where it said the phrase Nick 1, 2, and 5, meaning that he won the first, second, and fifth rounds, was born. And I recently watched the fight because I knew I was going to talk about this. He for sure won 1, 2, and 5, and I'm going to tell you right now, bro, there's an argument that he won the third round too because... Condit for sure landed more, but the cleaner hits came from Nick Diaz. Could Nick have done a lot of things different in that fight? Yes. But what really gave it for me for Nick instead of Condit is that when Condit would hit him, he would hit him, hit him, hit him, run away. Hit him, hit him, hit him, run away. And where Nick was trying to hit him, he would set. Like, I'm not saying, because what Connor did with Nate was very different, because Connor would blitz him and then run away. What Condit tried to do was, like, just tap him twice and then run away. Like, he was running away the whole time. But that's just me. But other than that, Condit looked tentative the first two rounds. Nick landed the harder hits, the cleaner hits, however you want to say it. Nick landed the the cleaner hits the first two rounds. The third round, Condit lands a little more and he's looking more loose, a little bit more loose. But, Nick still lands the harder hits. The fourth round, I'll give it to you. Carlos Conde won that. The fifth round, they open up. Nick starts landing kicks, which confused Carlos a little bit. And, like, again, he started being tentative, like, in the first two rounds. And the cherry on top is that Nick Diaz has his back for a minute and a half. So... In my opinion, and a lot of people are going to get mad because they know Nick Diaz is my favorite fighter. They're like, Adrian, you're such a... I'm going to tell you what they tell me. They tell me, you're a fucking dick writer. Kids don't repeat that. But that's fine. But I just re-watched the fight. He clearly won 1, 2, and 5. And I'm telling you, there's a case for you to make that he won round 3. So, I understand Carlos had just fought his last final on his contract Nick Diaz looking ripped as hell like that dude looks like he's in better shape now than he was when he was actively fighting UFC Dana if not UFC or Dana somebody please put that fight together for me Condit versus Diaz two. whether it be PFL they end up matched in a tournament one bro one If they do it, I'll wake up at 3 in the morning to watch the fight. Or Bellator. Even though Bellator, for whatever reason, they're not going to start events until April. Like, I need this. Like, after watching it like I did two days ago. And yesterday was the anniversary. Uh, You guys want to hear a funny story? So, they used to do this show called UFC Primetime. And you can look it up. You could I don't don't ask me what episode it is, but it's like a five part episode. But it's fight week already, so it might either be the fourth or fifth one. It's fight week at the time, and and they're going in there to sign the posters and do the last minute media that they do the week of the fight. And the Patriots were playing the Giants because the Super Bowl was the day after the fight. So I guess one of the questions, the PR. Team asked Nick Diaz what not, not, I guess I know, but I'm what I say, I guess it was the PR team or a reporter. But I'm pretty sure it was a PR team because he was he had a bunch of posters in front of him. Is he goes, They ask him, So who's gonna win the Super Bowl? He goes, No, 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 I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. He's like, Don't even ask me that because I'm not here for that. He says something along those lines, and then nonchalantly, he goes, who's playing? That's how Nick Diaz is the man. Like, that dude doesn't care about what's going on around him. He's like, dude, I'm about to go kill this guy, bro, and you're asking me this question? Like, Nick didn't care. Like, he came off kind of like a douchebag, but, like, his point was, I'm about to go to war, and you're asking me about a football game the day after my fight? I don't need that. Get that out of here. But that's Nick Diaz for you, bro. Okay. That's it for this fight card. I'm going to move on to Wednesday's fight card. Michael Chiesa versus Neil Magny. Bro, what a technical fight. What a technical fight that was. What a great fight, first of all. Like, if you didn't like that fight, get out of my face. Like, yes, they didn't go in there and punch each other, but they went in there and they negated a lot of each other's attacks. Michael Chiesa is the dark horse, bro. Like, that dude could take out anybody in top five. Let's look at who's in top five and welterweight right now. Colby, Colby, Gilbert Burns, Edwards, Masvidal, Thompson, and then Kieses. number six. I'm going to tell you, bro. I like Kieses' chances versus Thompson, Edwards, and Masvidal. I don't say Covington or Burns. Because I think Kamar Usman is going to have a hard time with Gilbert Burns. Like, I don't want to talk too much about this fight. I'm just going to talk about it a little bit. But, okay, think of it this way. Gilbert Burns is the better striker of the two. Gilbert Burns, for a long time, was doing jiu-jitsu competitions with the likes of Gordon Ryan. A lot of people don't like this name, but A.J. McIntyre. I was going to say AJ McKee. Sorry, AJ. That's the Pelotor featherweight fighter. I meant to say AJ Agazar. Um, he rolls with Wagner Rosha on a daily basis. Like, dude, everywhere this fight could take place, I give Gilbert the advantage. The only thing I give Kamar Usman the advantage in is his pace and his cardio. Like, if he can get to the point where he's smothering burns and like just gets him tired that he can't mount any offense that's why i give it to usman like Usman for usman the key in this fight is gonna be his pace and his cardio or gilbert is gonna be like can i catch usman can i catch him with a good shot knock him down and then impose my jujitsu on him or is usman gonna play a smothering style like he he did with Woodley and Masvidal just negate all his stand-up, but have him in a position where he can't even use his ground game, because what he could do is a a lot similar to what he did to Masvidal, just hold him up against the cage, and yes, it's boring, but it's winning him the fight, which at the end of the day, that's what he's got to do, bro, that's what he's got to do, so back to Michael Chiesa. So, Michael wins. I think he either won four rounds to 1 or 5-0. So, for Michael Chiesa, what I would like to see, Edwards is going to fight Chemayev on March 13th. So, he could wait and see if he gets the winner of that. Or, because they're going to do Covington versus Masvidal. They just haven't gotten... The details of that ironed out. I'm going to try to get some information on that fight. Don't hold me to that because if I don't get it, people are going to start getting mad. But I'm going to try. I promise. So for his immediate future, the all path leads to Stephen Thompson, bro. Although we have to see because I don't know if Stephen Thompson got hurt in his last fight. Either that or if have wins. He should definitely fight Michael Chiesa because if Edward win, if Edwards wins, he's going to want to fight the winner of the title fight, which is two weeks away. Because I believe what's going to end up happening is Masvidal and Covington, they're going to fight International Fight Week. Because I think they're waiting to see if they're going to be able to have fans for the Raiders Stadium because I know that's where they wanted to do International Fight Week. And with the vaccines rolling out, I don't know if they're optimistic. I do know Fauci said that maybe in the fall, because the president's plan is to have everybody vaccinated in the US by the end of summer. And I personally think that's really optimistic, but bro, I honestly hope it happens because the faster we all get vaccinated, The faster live events can come, we'll stop the social really distant and stuff like that. But what these vaccines have proven, at least the data has and the little rollout that I've seen is that it is effective against this virus. Even the new versions and like they're optimistic with the new versions because they're saying like, I know one company, Moderna is going to start testing their boosters in March. And I know Johnson & Johnson, they just filed for emergency use, so hopefully we'll we'll get the results of that in a couple weeks. And even though their efficacy is lower than Moderna and Pfizer's, it only takes one shot. So hypothetically, and they don't have to refrigerate it like Pfizer and Moderna does, hypothetically, if they can get 2 million doses, that's 2 million people vaccinated. Yes, we will still have to be wearing masks and socially distanced. That's not bad. But we will probably be able to go back to live events such as Metal Conjures, which I'm praying for. Such as these fights, which I am praying for. So, yeah. So, sorry, I digressed. So, I believe what they're trying to do is wait and see what happens with this vaccine rollout. Hopefully, a lot of people decide to get vaccinated like yours truly is like i'm just waiting at this point like people they laugh because i wanted to wait to get the ps5 right my cousin goes he's like you're funny dude i'm like why he's like you were willing to wait to get the ps5 but you want this vaccine now like what's the difference i'm like the difference is that i don't have to be locked in my house I can go and visit my friends who I miss very much. He goes, he goes. And then I told him, like, and plus, there's not games really that I want for the PS5 just yet. He goes, So, Adrian, what you're telling me is the game you really want is your life back? I'm like, Exactly, bro. Like, we're on the same wavelength here. Anyway, I digress. Sorry, I just wanted to ramble a little bit. I hope you're still with me. If not, please continue pressing play. It's gonna get back to UFC and MMA. I promise. So Masvidal versus Colby, I believe, will be the co-headliner to what they're saying is gonna be the winner of Francis Emi which is set to take place March 27th. Like that's set in stone. Which will they'll fight the the debuting John Jones at heavyweight. So, I believe... So, okay. Let me break it down here. Edwards and Chimaev fight March 13th. If Chimaev wins... He should fight... Michael Chiesa. Like, they shouldn't give him the the title shot yet. Because... If Usman wins... He's going to look at the Colby Covington-Jorge Masvidal fight for his next challenger, which he should. So, to give... As you can put it, to give Chimayev more hype, he should fight Chiesa if if Wonderboy is hurt. Because I'm telling you, it looked like he hurt his foot in his fight against Jeff Neal. Or... No, 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 no. That's for Michael, right? That's for Michael. And then, if Edwards loses and Gilbert loses, they should fight each other. That way, once Colby and Jorge fight. And Usman. So, stay with me. So, if Usman, whoever wins between Colby and Masvidal... And she might have win. This should be the 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 next steps. Usman should fight the winner of Colby Masvidal. Hamzad should fight Michael Chiesa. If Jorge loses, if Jorge loses, he should fight Stephen Thompson. If Colby loses he should fight Gilbert Burns because he calls him Dilbert. And then Edwards waits for the loser of of Chiesa. Hamza again he might have to rematch Hamza. He should if Chiesa loses to Hamza. Hamza then springboards to the title, whoever wins. I confused everybody because I myself am confused, so really pay attention to this. So, okay, I'm gonna try to break it down again. So, it should go Whoever wins between Colby and Masvidal should get the next title shot if Hamza beats Edwards. Because if Edwards beats Hamza, It's only fair to give it to Edwards. Like, it's only fair. If Hamza wins, he should fight Kiesa. If Jorge loses to Colby, he should fight Stephen Thompson the rematch. Kiesa and Hamza fight. Gilbert and Edwards fight. And then we'll see what happens there. Wow, Usman and Covington fight. That's how I see it if Jorge loses. If he wins, it's a little more confusing. I don't feel like getting into that. But if Jorge loses, I think that's how the welterweight picture should play out. But I will break down the Gilbert burns Kamar Usman fight as the fight gets closer next week. Yeah, next week. Cool. The last fight. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that was that one. I'm only going to talk about two more fights here. And then I want to talk about Khabib's cousin, Umar Nurmagomedov. That dude's a beast. Like, I'm telling you guys, I already said this, but these Russian dudes are not to mess around with. Like, when are you guys going to start believing me? Like, how many of them need to win the belts? So you guys can be like, Adrian was right this whole time. Like, this guy is a killer. Like, honestly, can I be honest with you? I want to see Umar and Sa- a Saeed fight. Because one guy trains with Mark Henry, the other guy trains at AK. I want to see that fight because they have similar styles. I honestly want to see that fight. Can we please see that fight? Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Umar Nurmagomedov. They're not related. It's just a common name. It's like Rodriguez. Moreno. Ramirez. Can we please see that fight? Said and Umar. I want to see that fight. Like, I don't know who's going to win that fight. That's why I want to see it. Can we please see the fight? Like, I wouldn't even know how to break it down for you because one guy's only fought once in the UFC and the other guy's fought, like, twice. But they have so much hype that I want to see the fight. Can we please see the fight? I've said that, like, ten times in the past two minutes. I'm so sorry, but can we please see that fight? Like, please? Last fight I'm gonna talk about from these two fight. Where did my mouse go? Marin Firiat, the French Holly Holmes. I say the French Holly Holmes because she looks like Holly Holmes, and and it's Manon Firiat. She looks like Holly Holmes, and she fights like Holly Holmes, bro. Watch out for this chick. I'm telling you, remember this chick's name because she is not to be messed with. Like, I'm gonna watch all her fights every time I hear her name is on a fight card. Like, this chick is awesome. Watch her fights, bro. Watch her fights. The way she head kicked that girl was crazy. Alright, guys. That's it for this one. Next, we're gonna talk about. The fallout of UFC 257? Yeah, 257. McGregor versus... Oh, no, no, no. It was Poirier versus McGregor 2. It was not like that because Connor was lower in the rankings, but we all know it should have been McGregor versus Poirier. Come on, guys. We all know. We all know that's how it really should have read. We all know this. All right, guys. That's next. Deuces.